What is going on, guys? Welcome back to Creeps in the Crypt. As always, this is Eric, and I am joined by... <laughs> I, think you, I think I just watched Sam's screenshot. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. No time to dilly-dally. No warning. No warning at all. We're, hey we're kind of rushed. This is Christian. I'm Sam. As always. So, by the time this episode comes out, me and Christian will be in Sin City. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great fucking time. This is going to be an interactive episode for you guys. So what do you mean? we're yeah. going to be we're going to be filming content. Oh, oh, right. While right. we're out there to plug this episode, um, you've already seen the title of the episode. But if you you can't read and you're illiterate, um, I don't know how you got here. But hey. We'll get one of our interns on it. We're covering Bugsy Siegel. I don't know if Lou's going to be very much help for you. The man, he didn't invent Las Vegas, but the motherfucker had a massive hand in it. He made it what it, not what it is today, but he definitely put it on the map. It's a playground in the desert. Mm-hmm. Bought it for super cheap. Well, Shall I keep continuing? I, I, I don't know he... He got it for super cheap. I would say the amount he spent there cost him his life. I would agree with that. Which is why we're covering him today. Yes. Um, before we get into the show, though, guys, make sure your auto downloads on Apple Podcasts are turned on. Make sure you're downloading the episodes. That really helps us out. That's what we need to get by. Um, some of you guys are cool with the ads. I've seen some comments where you guys aren't cool with the ads. We're working on things with that. Um, we have no control of what ads play. They just play since we hit a certain threshold of downloads because of you guys. You're awesome. But let's just say we have some things in the works that we are trying to launch in the next month that would be ad free listening options. They might be behind a Patreon wall, but it's ad free for you guys. And it's stuff that. We think you guys will really like that we got planned. We're, we're working out the logistics of it right now, but once again, make sure your guys' auto downloads are on and you're downloading the show and sharing the show. Please, for the love of God, share the show with all your friends. Post it on your social media pages. Tag us in it in your Instagram stories. Do whatever you need to do. Um, we don't have any new reviews, I don't believe, this week, other than the one. Spotify lets you leave comments on the episodes now. Yeah. So that's something new. Now the old episodes don't have the ability to have comments left on them, but the new ones will. Oh, okay. So it doesn't backlog it. I have to go through and add. What did you think of this episode for like 95 episodes? Which oh I'll, yeah. No, I'm God. not going to do that. Uh, just like, I'm not going to like post our backlog onto YouTube. I, I thought about it and I'm just like, no. I think you started it. I and started it, it and it I was like, like, it went like one day and it uploaded like what the first episode. It, it takes like, because I have to digitize the old episodes for YouTube through our distributor. It just takes forever. I'm good on that. Yeah. And I don't have the, uh, the Ram space for all that video footage. I don't have the knowledge base to do that for you. So you're good. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, guys, we'll be in Vegas. So if you live in Vegas, hit us up. 
we would love to grab a drink with you. Mm-hmm. So well, I won't be there. No, Sam won't be there, but you'll be there in spirit. I will. Yeah. My little groblin spirit. We'll go to Siegel 1941 at uh out there and have dinner and think about you. They got me when you go to Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. Mm, I won't. <laughs> I'll be like, look at this. This is probably fake. Um, but anyway, without further ado, let's get into this. We're talking gambling, bootlegging, racketeering, mobsters, gangsters, which I Googled the difference between a mobster and a gangster. There's a difference? Apparently, okay. a gangster is a part of a gang. A mobster is, is a in part the mafia. Of the mob? He's like, who would have thought? Like, well, they've been intertwined, <laughs> so I didn't know if there was a difference. I didn't want to sound I stupid, because the last two episodes, I've been pronouncing damn dinosaur names and Spanish names. I, I can pronounce every word in this episode. <laughs> you know, Sam just like, hey, I, she was I like, can't so- wait till you fuck up <laughs> and I can just eviscerate you right here. Like, Sam, what happened? You just jinxed yourself. You, congratulations, no, you no, played yourself. Anyway, we're going to be talking about one of the most infamous mobsters in American history. Benjamin, a.k.a. Bugsy Siegel. I would honestly say he might not be like A tier, but he, he's definitely on the B squad. Well, so at Rigatoni's, he's one of the mobsters that we talk about. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, he's not your Al Capone or your Lucky Luciano or, you know. John Gotti, Whitey Bulger, John Dillinger. Well, John Dillinger, I think, was a gangster, not a mobster. But, yes, I I understand. Yeah. He he had a uh, bank robbery gang. Oh. Which is why the FBI gunned him the fuck down. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, up until he gets the nickname Bugsy, I'm going to call him Benjamin or Ben. Okay. That tracks. Just like I did in the Marilyn Monroe episode. But fun fact, I feel like I haven't done one of these in so long. It's been a while. So, uh, he didn't actually like the nickname Bugsy. I wouldn't have. And he threatened anybody who used it. He said, quote, my friends call me Ben, strangers call me Mr. Siegel, and guys I don't like call me Bugsy, but not to my face. Yeah, you know why he got the name? Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. Okay. You're getting ahead of things. I'm sorry. Eric, you're getting excited over there. I'm excited. I'm just frothing at the mouth here. I'm going to need you to calm down, Cujo. Arf, arf. (laughs) Get the fuck out. (laughs) Go. Is this is why I'm being put on suspension? Eric, I mean, I only have to worry about the rabies shots for the cats. I don't need to worry about you, right? I don't know. 50-50. You want to find out later? I don't like those odds. No. No. I don't. Mm. Benjamin Siegel was born on February 28th, 1906 in Brooklyn, New York. He was the son of Austro-Hungarian Jewish immigrants who had come to the U.S. in 1903. 
He grew up in the section of Williamsburg, which back then, I don't know about now, it could be nice now, but back then, it was fraught with crime. It was also where the Irish and Italian gangs were prevalent. You know, I'm willing to bet it's probably a really nice area that has like two or three Starbucks. Hashtag gentrification. Mm-hmm. That's the word. I was trying to I was trying to beat you to it. That but I couldn't think of gentrification. Benjamin began his mobster career in his teens by extorting money from Jewish pushcart peddlers on the Lower East Side in order to escape his poor upbringing. Later, he teamed up with... Well, hold on one second. Do you know what he would do to those pushcart drivers? It's batshit crazy. He would actually douse their carts in fucking kerosene and threaten to light light the carts on fire if they didn't, like, pay him money. He's horrible. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's like, if you don't want me to torch this fucking cart right now, you better hand over the cash. Horrible. Do his... Like... He's Jewish. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, you, you don't think they don't have crime too? Well, yeah, but like, figured he'd be nice to his own. Jewish on Jewish crime. I know. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. <laughs> I'm, I'm not touching that with a fucking 10 foot pole right now. <laughs> not in this climate. No, I'm just saying. It's a group of people you don't want to make fun of. No, it's not making fun of it. It's just like you, like Sam was talking about, like, I mean, it's crime is crime. Yeah. I I just would not have thought that. It's just this is more of an organized variety. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just a tad. So later he teamed up with Mayor Lansky around 1918 and they continued their hooligan shit and created their own little gang called the bugs meyer gang i can uh, this makes me think of that kid on instagram or youtube or whatever the fuck i've seen the clip on a bunch of different things but he's like this 12 year old that steals his mom or grandma's car or some shit and the cops like stop him and pull him over and he's like I just want to go do hood rat shit with my friends. Oh, a little chubby kid. Yeah. And that's what this makes me fucking think of. <laughs> so together they took up Grand Theft Auto and then moved on to bigger things such as robbery, gambling rackets, and even murder. Moiter. In, in New York, New Jersey, and Philly. Mayor and Benjamin also ran a murder for hire operation that they called Murder Inc. Very inconspicuous fellas. With it being the Prohibition era, the boys teamed up with mobster Arnold Rothstein to establish a lucrative business running bootleg liquor all the way down the East Coast. That's a name that really just instills fear in the hearts of people. Rothstein. Like, what's he going to do? Fuck up their accounting? Like, (laughs) come on. I mean, that's bad also. Yeah, if you if you don't pay me, I'm gonna fucking make you owe the IRS a shit ton of money. That's more effective to me than threatening to beat the shit out of me. Yeah, actually, yeah, it, that, it, it is. It's the same thing. Because the the government's gonna beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. Financial right. abuse, physical abuse. Which one you want? <laughs> I fucking hate the IRS. <laughs> I don't know anybody that likes them. If you like the IRS, you're just I think they already know that, Eric. They're very aware of it. It's You're just not a, a real piece of secret. shit. You're a fan of the IRS. Have you ever had to talk to somebody that works for the IRS? 
Yes, my parents' company got audited a few years ago. Quite I, literally the worst experience I've ever been through. Her name was Sigourney. I don't know. The well, I so I take it she beat the aliens and went to college and got like a degree or something? Oh, uh, like Sigourney Reaver? Yeah. yeah. No, she was not as cool I'm, as Sigourney I'm so Weaver. I'm sorry, I was making a really shitty horror movie joke. But. I got it. I was there with it. She was horrible. Fair enough. Um, so Benjamin really began to flaunt his newfound wealth. At this point, he was wearing expensive clothing, going to high-end nightclubs. By 1931, he was able to buy an apartment in Manhattan's Waldorf Astoria Towers. He was really in his Scarface phase of things. Yeah. And I think he stayed that way pretty much all the way through the rest of it. Quite literally. Yeah. He was on his Al Capone shit. Till the bitter end. Yeah. Uh, Scarface. Like, not, not Al Capone, like Al Pacino. Oh, like the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, it just went right over your head. It's, <laughs> it came it's back, okay. though. It's fine. During the 1920s, another infamous mobster, Charles, a.k.a. Lucky Luciano, Frank Costello, Albert Anastasia, and Vito Genovese organized themselves into a national syndicate, which would go on to become, I believe, like the five, the big five families. Mm-hmm. That's four. Well, I don't and Luciano's weren't one of them. I don't I mean, think this was the American mob. Yeah, this. Yeah. This is the high point of the American Mafia. Yeah. So it's at this point that Benjamin has been given the nickname Bugsy for his volatile nature. They said he was as, quote, crazy as a bed bug because of his temper and mood swings. No wonder he didn't like the fucking name. I know. I wouldn't like to be called bed bug either. I mean, it's very derogatory. It is. Nobody likes bed bug. But nonetheless, he became a major role in this newly established group. Together, they set a new goal for their newly founded group, and that was to get rid of New York's veteran gangsters. Well, he couldn't have a seat at the table because he was Jewish descent. Mm -hmm. And to be part of, like, the head of a crime family, you had to be Italian. Italian. So they let him, like, kind of be the right hand Man, of, like a henchman, yeah, like he's a ba- head henchman. He's basically a high level goon. Yeah, like that's a capo. Maybe not even that far. Like maybe surpassing a capo, but isn't that like the high? Isn't that like that's like the? I mean, those are the those are the tops of like the the little small groups. But I don't know. I feel like he's just a goon, like for the. Like the muscle? Yeah. Like, well, not even the muscle. He's just like a dude that's like in the periphery of the main group. Like he always a bridesmaid, never a bride type thing. <laughs> Poor Bugsy. <laughs> he, he just, he doesn't get a seat at the table because he's a Jew. Poor little guy. Bugsy was actually one of the four people who allegedly executed Sicilian mobster Joe Masseria, a.k.a. Joe the Boss, whose actual name was Giuseppe Masseria, who was one of the leading crime bosses of New York City in the early 1920s. It's rumored that a hitman once tried to kill Bugsy by lowering a bomb down his chimney, but was unsuccessful. Bugsy was taken to a nearby hospital where supposedly Bugsy snuck out, murdered the man, and snuck back in with his alibi intact. 
wild. He also murdered a man, Henry or Harry something, and then murdered his brother-in-law because he knew about it. Mm. I mean, literally, Bugsy is the the brawn to Meyer Lansky's brain. Yeah. Like, they are intertwined in that aspect. In fact, Meyer Lansky was, like, the mob's accountant, basically. Which, I mean, he fits the bill. <laughs> Let's put it that way. In 1930, Bugsy was arrested on suspicion of everything from possession of narcotics and firearms to murder and sexual assault. But he was only found guilty of two minor offenses. It was a 1930 charge of gambling and vagrancy. And then in 1944, he was charged with placing bets illegally on a horse race. But both charges he was able to walk free on after simply paying a fine. That was it. Good for him. In 1937, the syndicate, the mob, was uh, had sent Bugsy out to out west to develop rackets over there for them. Basically, he did so well in New York that the mob was like, "Hey, we need you to go out to go LA, do the same thing. Go do what we're doing here out there and spread our, you know, syndicate further." Yeah. So because you had Capone running Chicago. Yeah. Then you had Luciano and the rest of them running New York, New Jersey, Philly, all those areas. And Whitey Bulger was also in Chicago. Well, or no, he, Whitey Wells was in Boston. Yeah, but Whitey was Irish. He was? Yeah. Whitey was the oh. Irish mob. So he was, he did not have a seat at the table. Let's put it that way. Oh. He's fine, though. Have you ever seen Black Mass? No. It's a great Johnny Depp film. Oh, that's up. right. He does play Whitey Bulger and mm. John Dillinger. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. What? But I look at I look at Whitey I look at all their mugshots at work all the time. Yeah. So Bugsy moves his wife and childhood sweetheart Esta and their kids out to LA. He's doing pretty good at setting up the gambling dens and offshore gambling ships. He also set up a successful narcotic smuggling. He may or may not have had a hand in establishing the narcotics trade between the U.S. and Mexico, allegedly. Blackmail and other illegal business ventures. He also cultivated friendships with Hollywood celebrities. He was seen with the likes of Jean Harlow, who was the unofficial godmother to his youngest daughter, Clark Gable, Cary Grant, and old Blue Eyes himself. Frank Sinatra. This is where he was starting to garner, like, influence. Yeah, he's becoming a big dog now. Yeah. Uh, during his first year in Hollywood, he received more than $400,000 from movies and loans from, like, movie stars and shit. That's wild. Some say Bugsy wanted to become an actor himself. He was on Hollywood movie sets fairly often, and possibly even set up a screen test for himself. He was known to frequent quite a lot of places in L.A., in the L.A. area. Uh, he went to the Georgian Hotel in Santa Monica. He lived in an apartment in what is now the Sunset Tower, which that his, his apartment is now the Tower Bar Restaurant. At one point, he lived at Castillo de Lago, 
which is said to have been used as a speakeasy and a gambling parlor. In 1939, Bugsy partnered with a Hollywood socialite by the name of Countess Dorothy DeFrasso in a plot to deal arms with the fascist Italian government. Well, he started fucking around with explosives, and I can't remember the name of the explosive. Ah, Adamite. Okay. Um, so he's trying to deal arms to Benito Mussolini himself at this point. The deal centered around a new explosive called Atomize, Atomite. And oh, see, you fucked up. No, my autocorrect changed to Atomize, and it's Atomite because it reminded me of dynamite. <laughs> anyway which was supposedly more powerful than dynamite. But their plan went up in smoke. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You laughed. (laughs) I know. I'm ashamed of myself for laughing at that. So uh, the explosive failed to impress during its presentation. I I take it the pun was intended there. (laughs) You see what I did there? Yeah. Supposedly on their way out of Rome... They come in contact with Hitler's second in command, Hermann Goring. Well, that's interesting. He was in town <laughs> for an audience. I'm not really sure. Like, I guess they were going to go watch something. I don't fucking know. Hermann was in town for an audience with Benito. Whatever well, I mean, the fuck the that was. Powers. Yeah. So, Bugsy, who we know is Jewish later said that he wished that he would have assassinated the Nazi when he had the chance. Hmm. Also, in the late 30s, he began seeing a woman named Virginia Hill. She was an actress, but also a courier of sorts for the mob. Old Bugsy wanted to have his cake and eat it, too, because he's still married at this point. Dipping his pen in the company ink. Yeah, so... uh, but Esta wouldn't have any of this. She divorced him in 1946, took their daughters, Millicent and Barbara, back to New York. She was like, see ya, wouldn't want to be a, we're out. Mm. And I believe Millicent actually passed in 2014 or 17. I can't remember which one it was. Bugsy and Virginia were quite the attractive couple. They were... Power couple. Yeah, but they were the just... The benefer of their time. Pretty much. Well, no. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't quite go Benefer level. I wouldn't well, quite. We, who would you put them at? Mm. I don't know. Maybe ben, ben and Matt Damon level? I don't know. Ben and Matt Damon? Yeah. You don't know about that? They lived together for like a long fucking time. No, I didn't know yeah. that. Um, when they wrote Goodwill Hunting, say like, I don't really know. I mean, like they were all they were like a. I mean, I don't. They really were an it couple for like sure. Hollywood gossip and shit like that. I just know Benefer. But I, we're not like Brad and Jennifer Aniston, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, I was talking about Ben Affleck and J Lo. Yeah. Okay, I'll go with that one. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. I wasn't talking about, like, Brad Brad Pitt and, yeah. Oh, definitely not on their level. Anyway, but they were just as violent as they were beautiful. 
1945, he developed a nationwide bookmaker's wire service. And this kind of cultivated his dream of a gambling oasis in the middle of the desert. And he'd heard of a business opportunity in Vegas about a hotel and casino named the Flamingo that had run out of money. So he brought the idea to Meyer Lansky and said that the hotel and casino could be built for just $1.2 million more than the already $1 million that had been put into it. So bringing it to 2.2 total for purchase, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or when it's all said and done, 2.2, that's the budget. Mm. Which the Flamingo is one of my favorite hotels because everything is pink and I love it. There's flamingos. We're definitely going there while we're out there. I love it. Um, there's flamingos. They have real flamingos in there. I love it. I don't, don't like their drink me. prices. I don't it's care. The pool, it's like $85 for two, two ice drinks. Like what you get at Fat Tuesdays. $85? Yeah, but they're like a... a a yard long. I don't give a shit. And they're like supposedly stacked full of liquor. Eight. Well, they fucking better be. I better get alcohol poisoning for that much. I would just rather play at the the penny slots and just get blackout drunk all day. I thought it was 80? the plan. That for was the two? plan. Oh, okay, we're on the or one for two. Still eighty five. That's a hundred dollar tab right there. Yeah, by the time you had gratuity, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, Vegas be expensive when you want to go out there and party. I've never like party party. But if party. you're gambling, then you get free drinks. Yeah, then it, then well, it's like not tip, good. I tip her, but I've never been to like a pool party in Vegas. I've never like party party. I've always been with my parents. Well, any of that. I mean, we, we plan on going to the pool one day. Where are you guys staying? Do you? I don't know. Well, you can tell me after. Yeah. yeah. Um. The Flamingo actually became the Mafia's first major foothold in Las Vegas. I love the Flamingo. It's so pretty. So the Flamingo was only supposed to cost $1.2, $1.5 to finish. But old Benny Boy went over and spent $6 million. That's a little bit more than On the Flamingo. That's not like... Yeah. Well, before so he did have a stake in another hotel out there in 1941, um, the El Cortez. I thought he modeled the flamingo after the, or that was the El Rancho. He liked that. Yeah. He liked how that one was. Yeah. Okay. But he did. He was a part owner of the El Cortez. <gasps> I've been there. And we're going there because the restaurant Seagull 41 is there. I haven't been to. I've I've been in the El Cortez for a chip. Hmm. I like to collect the, the chips from the hotels or the casino. Would you? Is there a certain casino you would like us to bring you a chip back from? Any of the new ones, the D. Um, oh, I well, bet you new. want the D. Fuck you, Eric. <laughs> um, Do you have one from the win? I don't think so. I don't think I have one from the win. I have a playing card from the win, though. We'll have to discuss this afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have to take a look topic. at my all my chips. So we six, have a we have a pullout couch, Sam. You could just forget all responsibility. 
Don't tempt me. <laughs> you fly out Thursday. I work all weekend. Forget responsibility. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> so he would probably shoot you. He'd be like, excuse me? What? <laughs> That's a funny joke. That's really funny. <laughs> so $6 is a lot of money. And with that money came from the syndicate back east. So it's the, the money, mob's money. The money was uh, not Bugsy's money. Yeah, the six way. million was not Bugsy's to spend. And not all of the six million went to funding the Flamingo. Bugsy had his girlfriend, mistress, whatever you want to call her, Virginia, deposit money into European bank accounts, and Bugsy started writing bad checks to cover the cost of the build. To add insult to injury, it was raining on the day of the Flamingo's grand opening. It rains there? This yeah, is news to it me. it monsoons there. It, uh, when? That's why they have tunnels underneath Vegas that flood, like, every monsoon season. Because Vegas is a giant fucking bowl. It's a dust bowl. When, when does it rain there uh late in the year oh okay so we're good yeah you're good i swear to god if i go to the fucking desert and it fucking rains i'm gonna be like well this is an omen now (laughs) Um, i'll be hanging out in the room it also gets dark a lot earlier out there because of the mountain range that encircles it so it's it's (gasps) i can finally find a new pet to bring back with me like dude when i I lived out there scorpion no thank you uh, I had them in my house when I lived there. I'm a Scorpio, so... There you go. You can have a pet, Sam. We can name it Sam. Aww. I'll sneak it in my luggage. Eric's Don't luggage. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I'll call customs on you. <laughs> I'll sneak it in Eric's luggage. That's I'll what we'll bring I'll, you back. We I'll won't bring you back a chip, but I'll bring you back I'll a find, scorpion. I'll find I'll a six-foot deep hole out in the fucking desert and put you in it with the scorpion. <laughs> I bring you Sam. <laughs> Two. <laughs> So, being it that it rained on the Flamingo's grand opening, none of Bugsy's Hollywood friends would be in attendance. Not going to have it raining on them. Were they like witches? Are they going to fucking well, melt? No, I mean, it, like this was supposed to be a big fucking deal. Yeah, and it's raining, so they're like, ugh, not going out the rain. Because there was really nothing out there. Yeah, this was this was this like, was like early, Vegas. early Vegas. Oh like, yeah, yeah. There's nothing there. This isn't the strip that we're talking about. No, this is like just the hotels. Yeah, essentially. Th- there's like what one other one or two other casinos out there. Yeah, the El Rancho. And I think the El Cortez. Yeah, and, and then like maybe a, a few couple others. other ones, but it wasn't like. And they're like far apart. Exactly. Because Golden Nugget and all those down there are f- way away from the Flamingo. Oh, yeah. So, there we're talking like... Well, the Flamingo like, was on the Strip. Yeah, it is on the Strip. So, but all the other hotels were down on in old, old Dirty Vegas. Yeah. Where the lights are too bright and everything just shines like it's been glistened with fucking ham and shit. Like somebody's rubbed ham all over the fucking... It's a Patton Oswald joke. I would <laughs> you, you just gotta you, I'll play it for you later. So the people who did show up to the grand opening 
in the first two weeks, they gambled. And they seemed to get very, very lucky down at the Flamingo. The slots were a little too loose. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. In the first two weeks of the Flamingo opening, (coughs) the winnings, the total winnings for everybody that had been there in the first two weeks, $300,000 that the hotel had paid out. Or the casino, whatever. But Bugsy was able to turn it around by 1947, and the Flamingo started making a profit. But it was already too late. The embezzlement and other deceitfulness rubbed Lansky or Meyer. I keep one. I keep thinking Meyer's his last name, and it fucks me up. Anyway, Meyer and the other crime bosses back east, they're they're pissed. Well, they were gonna whack him earlier. So, but then the flamingo started doing well. No, um, Lansky fucking saved his ass the first time. So basically what happened is, I don't know if you talk about the meeting in Cuba. No. Okay. So. I I just do Vegas since we're y'all doing Vegas. So basically all the heads of the crime families Mm -hmm. met in Cuba because Lucky Luciano had been deported back to Italy and couldn't gain access back in the United States. So they all met in Cuba to talk this out. And. Meyer, uh, Mayor Lansky was like, hey, let's, this could be profitable. We know we're in the hole right now, but this, this could turn it around. You know, he could make it profitable. Give him a chance. Like, threw him a fucking Bomb. stay of execution. Yeah. Because they were like, we're going to kill this fucking snake. Like, we're going to put this fucker down. Mm-hmm. Like old Yeller. Mm-hmm. And... He talked him out of it, and then he got a chance to, like, see what he would do. Like, you know, let's see if he can earn his way out of this. Yeah. But do you have how much the hotel turned as a profit? No. All right. So it made $275,000. So it turned a profit, but it wasn't enough to save him. Nope. And they said, whack this fucking thieving rat. Yep. On the evening of June 20th, 1947, they did something about it, allegedly, in his spacious Beverly Hills home that he rented for Virginia. Bugsy may or may not have been brought down by a barrage of bullets through his living room window with an M1 carbine. Oh, he definitely was. May or may, allegedly. The, I've seen the photos. I have to, but I'm just saying. He was whacked. The case was never solved, officially. So, now we get into Sam's territory of it being a cold case. Well, wait, I know, right? So, uh, during the time that this hit, allegedly, this, this tragedy was going down, um... Three of Meyer's henchmen walked into the Flamingo and said that they were taken over. This is theirs now. Bugsy Siegel is often credited with inventing the Las Vegas Strip and whatnot, but that's obviously not the case. 
Meyer Lansky told biographer Robert Lacey, quote, Ben Siegel did not invent the luxury resort casino. He did not find the Las Vegas Strip. He did not buy the land or first conceive the project that became the Flamingo. But by his death, he made them all famous. There you go. So by, you know, proxy, he is the daddy of Las Vegas. I mean, he, maybe not daddy, but like he basically started the Vegas we know. Yeah, he yeah. I would say he paved the way. He is the father of modern Vegas, um, and its involvement with the mob, owning Vegas. Like Vegas was the mob's town. Oh yeah. Like we're gonna go out to the mob museum out there and do some I'm fun so stuff. Excited. Yeah, it's gonna be. Cool. I'm so jealous. So I'm going to talk about the home that Bugsy Siegel was murdered in for just a moment. Yeah. So this is where shit gets really fucking crazy. Because, what? like, the house. Oh, I'm just talking about the specs of it. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, the, the shooting. Oh, no. He went down. It was like. It was nine shots yeah. fired through the wall of his house. Um, He's like reading the newspaper. Now it's said that he got shot in the eye, which is actually a scene that they used for the Godfather mm-hmm. film. I believe, I think it's the Godfather. It's one of the mob films. Um, but they shoot like one of the guys that was like based off of him in the eye, but that's not actually true. The way that he was hit so fucking hard by the bullet, it popped his eye out of socket. So it blew his eye out of his head. That's all the pictures. He, he was hit so fucking hard. Yeah, uh, I was scrolling through the All That's Interesting article. Mm-hmm. And I'm just scrolling, reading, reading. Boom. Yep. I was like, oh, <laughs> he it's, hadn't even died in the article yet. It, it's a it's a wild photo. So the home mm-hmm. that, oh, I know, I've seen it. Great. The home that Bugsy was killed in recently went back on the market back in December of last year for a cool 17 million dollars. I mean, who wouldn't want to own the home where somebody was I want that home. viciously murdered mob. I want that house. It is a chef's kiss beautiful. The home I mean, hell, I'd be a mobster's mistress if it meant I get that home. Shit. You're a fucking gold digger, Sam. I love you, but you're a goddamn gold digger. Listen, I enjoy the finer things in life. I'm not afraid to say it. Until they get whacked. Virginia Hill didn't. Who's to say you wouldn't end up? She. she Hell no. If I I get, I'm going to be straight. I bet she was smart, at least enough, to put all those fucking British bank accounts in her name. And not anywhere near Bugsy's name. Who knows? Hopefully All I'm saying mm. is if I can get a house like that, mm, whatever. Paid for? <sighs> it's a seven bedroom, Spanish colonial style, 7,092 square feet. It's a massive fucking house. It is palatial, it's huge. 
I saw a picture of one bedroom. It's got a sitting area, a fireplace, and then the bed. And it's like, it, it's, it's insane. It's insane. It's got a pool. It's beautiful. It was built back in 1928. The kitchen and pool have both since been redone in recent years. Um, the, there are still hand-painted tiles. The grand staircase is uh, original to the home. It's been not it's been like maintained it's in its integrity the entry staircase and balcony that you see when you walk into the door has been has remained the same since 1928 and it is breathtaking they've kept the same they even kept the bullet holes fuck you eric <laughs> just, just spackled over them <laughs> we'll leave them for some Look, kind it's of part indigenous. of buzzy's brain Oh my god, I hope it wasn't still there. So it's less than a mile from the Beverly Hills Hotel. And it's also on the same block that Howard Hughes' plane crashed down in 1946. Which he which is crazy because he's also tied to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the guy that ran the mob out of Vegas. <laughs> well, funny, he crashed down near Bugsy Siegel's home <laughs> that he was murdered in. The year before he got murdered. Synchronicities, man. (laughs) So we're going to talk about the people who are suspected of murdering Bugsy Siegel. I only have two. Well, three. Three, technically. First, the Las Vegas Sun suggested that the syndicate had sent hitman Frankie Carbo and Frankie Caranzo. To do the job. However, not everyone believes this was a mob hit. Back in 2014, LA Mag told a different story. It was a love triangle gone wrong. Mm. Or right in this. Who knows? A truck driver named Matthew, a.k.a. Moose Panza, is the one who supposedly killed Bugsy Siegel. Matthew was in love with the wife of a mobster by the name of Mo Sedway. And Mo was in charge of keeping an eye on Bugsy and the Flamingo's construction costs. Bugsy was not happy with this and wanted to take Mo out. He didn't like the having eyes on him at all times, which we know now why. But what's crazy is I want to say, wasn't Mo one of Bugsy's original like gang? I, want to I know they'd known him for a while. Yeah, I know they'd been in like in each other's orbit for a while. Yeah, I don't know if he was in like the Bugs Meyer gang though. I'm not 100 percent sure. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, so Bugsy wants to take Mo out. Bugsy allegedly said, "Quote: I'll have Mo shot, chop up his body, and feed it to the Flamingo Hotel's garbage disposal." Brutal. <laughs> right? So Mo's wife, B, she catches wind of Bugsy's plan. And she goes, no, no, and goes to Matthew for help, who's her lover. And he agreed. This is the most cut shit I've ever heard. Bought a gun, practiced with said gun, then crept up the driveway of the home and shot or sent the barrage of bullets into the living room window. 
and killed Bugsy while he was reading the newspaper. Mm. In the- and that just goes to show you that reading the news can kill you. <laughs> yeah? That's what I got out of that. Gives me ulcers. I'm sorry, baby. We'll get you some Tums. I can't watch the news anymore. I just... I can't stand it. Yep. I hate it. So what's the other theory? That was it. That's it? The mob hit and then... So the I got one for you. That now, I like the love triangle. So there's another one. Saucy. So there was another gangster out in... Or mobster out in L.A. That worked with Bugsy. And I can't remember his name. Uh, Actually, I might have it. Hold on. Let me pull it up. But anyway, the the plot was that he, uh, Jack Dragna. Jack Dragna is the other mobster's name. So he worked with him to build these, like, gambling rackets and the syndicate out there. But he was pissed off that Bugsy was getting all the, the clout for it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, fuck this weasel. <laughs> and took him out. Like, had an army uh, guy that worked in the army. I can't remember the fucking names because I don't have the notes in front of me right now in the studio. But, yeah, basically, they found this army guy that owed the the mob out there money. Gambling debts, like 30 grand. And they were like, if you, if you kill this fucking guy, mm-hmm. we'll shore up your debt. And the guy was a World War II vet that owed a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. He was a trained marksman. And he lived like... Okay, so if it was a trained marksman, why did it take nine? He just fucking... I mean, he sprayed through the wall. So it wasn't through the fucking window. I mean, I'm sure there was a shot or two, like a round that went through the window, but I have the photo. So... I'm sorry, I just had intrusive thoughts. Here you go. So there's all the bullet holes through the fucking wall. To the window. To the wall. To the wall. Till to the shots ring. Till Bugsy's eyes <laughs> falls out his face. I don't I, fucking know. I don't know. I was going there. My intrusive thoughts were, were going little John's for around. Yeah, so he didn't shoot through the window. He shot through the actual fucking wall. So he made sure that motherfucker was dead. It wasn't like a one and done. He didn't want a, sh- a, a chance that he'd live. Because I think that's the most probable one. Mm. Like the mob, the mob took him out for sure. Like, I just like the love triangle. Applying Occam's razor to this, the mob dropped this motherfucker for being a, a yeah. thief. But the LAPD will never actually officially close that case. There is like a deputy or something that I was reading. Uh he was like, "Yeah, no, like we'll never close it. It'll it'll stay open." I mean, I wouldn't close it either. There's people that have confessed to it. Well, of course. Like on their deathbed, which I'm like, all right, yeah, I get it. Oh well, yeah. But we'll we'll never know who killed Bugsy yeah. Siegel. Like we'll never know. But anyway, that's the story of Bugsy Siegel, guys. Uh, let us know what you think about it. The runaway daddy for Las Vegas. Well, he didn't. He didn't run very far. He yeah. met his end by hail of bullets, like many a mobster before him and after him. 
Down in a blaze of glory. Wouldn't call it glory. I don't. I At don't, least he didn't poop himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know that. Why'd you have to? I was trying to come with something positive here, man. You you, you poop when you die. Oh. Sorry, hate Damn. to hate to break it to y'all. You duty when you die. <laughs> and that's the lesson for today. Don't Thank piss you. off the mob, and you poop when you die. The more you know. The more you know. Christian, you. drop them socials. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for all of the love and downloads. Bear with us with the ads. They're good. They're a good thing. I know you guys aren't used to them, but we appreciate them. We're putting it back into the show. Yes. It is 100% for the show. And it's for you guys because it all goes into continuing on on being able to do our giveaways and things that we like to do. And I'm sorry. We some broke bitches up in here sometimes. We got yeah. stuff to pay for. Sometimes. We would like to upgrade things in the studio and do fun contests. And that's what the ad revenue is going to go towards, guys. Yeah, it, I promise it, you, me and Eric aren't just like sipping on me, Sam, and Eric aren't sipping on margaritas sitting by the damn pool at the Flamingo. Yeah, we're not we're not popping we're champagne up in here. We don't have the we haven't made the ad money for the champagne. Yeah. And to do that, we need you guys to share the shit out of this show. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Anything else? That's that's it. Uh, stay stay creepy. And stay spooky. Stay safe.